Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. In episode 75, it's a free-for-all. We don't care, we just have some fun, we chat, and we celebrate the holiday season by playing some games. Merry Christmas, happy holidays everyone, and thanks for listening. Welcome to the socially distanced uh, podcast, yeah, a, ter- a term that we'll be using for life. It's true, yeah. But how's everyone doing? Where did Zach go? I grabbed my phone and then I saw my cat was sleeping real cute. Oh, can you take a picture? Oh, <laughs> cute. Okay. <laughs> I'm here. I want a cat. She's stretched out like this. Uh, you know what I realized the last few episodes? We haven't been introducing ourselves, we kind of just been talking. <laughs> oh, I mean, people should know who we are by now, right? Okay. I mean... There's not that There's not that many podcasts that actually... There's only some of them that they actually introduce themselves in. Well, I guess I'm... I only listen to those ones. <laughs> it's mostly the McElroy's and Magic Tavern, I guess. Oh, Zach, do you want everyone to introduce themselves? I just forget... Sometimes we should call it a refresher. You forget who we are. Sure. <laughs> we do something like I've been listening to the besties on um, I got Spotify. <laughs> ah, I'm <gonna> <laughs> yeah. We should come up with a stick where we introduce ourselves, but it changes every week, and we say something having to do with either the episode, or we say something that has to do with like just something happening in the world or something. So, uh, I'm Zach, and I'm the jingless jingless boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm or I am the hunter who's still Christmas or something. Or like, <laughs> I'm sticking with the jingless jingless boy in town. Jingless jingless. A lot of pressure. Yeah, I feel kind of on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. I pulled mine out of my butt pretty quick. You had that ready. <laughs> I did not. You keep that jingling jangling up in your butt all day. <laughs> just waiting to pull it out. <laughs> we'll circle back. We'll circle back. I'm Justin. We, do we have... And I'm, oh, actually, are, are we... I, I, I'm Justin, but I'm actually Tom Cruise, and I'm going to yell at you if you're breaking COVID protocol. <laughs> That's really like, Chloe just finished her finals. Oh, no. Actually, I didn't. <laughs> We're not done yet. I was going to say, I'm Chloe, and I dropped out of college because of COVID. You're taking a break. But yeah, I got almost all of my finals done. I just need to figure out how to upload audio into my Google Doc present, or my Google Slide presentation. So if anyone knows how to do that, let me know. Yeah, who out there listening on uh, the podcast (laughs) knows how to do that? Because by the time you let us know, it's probably too late. I need to know by tonight at midnight, please. <laughs> Live <laughs> listeners only. Um, well, wait, can't you just do like copy and paste? Audio? Yeah. No. Why not? Just you can't. Drag audio. and drop. You, I, you, drag and I drop. tried. You can't. It's usually how it works in the regular PowerPoint. I think you could just paste it. Is there an insert button? Insert audio? It's. Yes, you can hit the insert audio button, but you have to pull it up on a Google Drive. And I have my audio file, excuse me, in my Google Drive, but it won't pull up on my slide presentation that it's in my drive. Is your slide presentation public? Mm. And is your music private? 
because that might be the problem. You can't share something that's private on a public file. Possibly. No, it's private. Ducky, get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. You're probably screwed them. I am. I should have done this before today. I didn't even really start doing it until today, and it's what, due today. What if you just sent him the PowerPoint and then called him and did the presentation <laughs> that way? Hi, yeah, Doug, can I Live just... Live <laughs> on, on the show. <laughs> Honestly, he'd probably go for it. He's crazy. You know, I like that introduction, though. I'm Chloe, and I almost dropped out of college, but I'm not done with finals, and I need to insert an audio file into my PowerPoint. It's a good one. <laughs> also, I mean, no one can see this, but I can. I like the levels of, like, internet, um, you know, the, the best internet that everybody has, internet capability, because, like, we're... I, I see you guys pretty clearly, but Hunter, you're getting all fuzzy over there, and I'm wondering. <laughs> we got some Comcast. What kind of internet do you have, Hunter? I'm just going off of my... my oh, show her butt. I, was like, I got four bars of service right now. Oh, wait, you're using data, man? Oh. It's unloaded data plan. Oh, that's the problem. They start... So once you're running you're, up your minute. <laughs> they call it unlimited, but once you use a little bit too much, then they start putting you on the slower bars. Yep. Does it say LTE or does it say 4G in the corner? LTE. Well, then I don't know what's wrong. I'm using Spectrum, so I better be in crystal clear quality. I got uh, we're using whatever our apartment building provides. Probably Comcast. I wanted to get Comcast. It's super duper fast. I don't know. I know they updated it a couple months ago, so it's even better than it was when we moved in. Mm-hmm. Comcast doesn't even come out to West Duluth, so you guys are lucky. Zach and Clay is the best right now, I think, in terms of, like, not glitchy, not nothing. It might also be partly our webcam. I got a MacBook from one of my friends. Yeah, she got a free Mac from her friend it's just a, gave it to her. It's like a five-year-old Mac, so what it's on its laptop. She, her parents are like doctors or something. Yeah, her parents are rich. Excuse me. They have a I cabin would... on the North that. Shore. Oh. I don't even want parents who are doctors. I just want the friend who has parents who are doctors. Yeah, who will give you a free MacBook. <laughs> it's pretty sweet because I needed a laptop really bad. That's pretty awesome. So wait, is this a different laptop from last episode? Hmm? Is this a different laptop from last episode? No, we've been using this oh. one. I got this one in, like, September. Yeah, we've been using it since September. And then before that, we used my crappy old one that's, like, 12 years old. Well, I know what we got to do then for Christmas. We got to get Hunter a better internet browser, and uh, we got to get him a brand new phone. So he can be crystal clear just for me. <laughs> it's a, it's, an 11, or it's an iPhone 11. Or oh, man. Or, oh, oh, there's your Get rid of the iPhone. Wait a minute. Wait, iPhone 11's pretty new. Why did I think that was old? Never mind. I, I did I have a fix, though, up until a couple months they ago. Started, they started, like, releasing two at a time every year. Like, well, one's, like, small and one's year. big, but I'm I'm barely paying attention at this point. I, I think I have the 12. Well, I have the one that has, like, uh, they have two. They have, like, two little things on it. T- cameras? Lenses? Yeah, mine's got two. Okay, so. Well, you must That's- have the 12, then. I think mine's an 11, because then the 11 
S or X or whatever, like the high one has three cameras on it for an 11. I thought that was the 12X or what? I think you have the iPhone 12. Really? What does the X even sure. stand for? Extreme. Extreme phone. <laughs> iPhone 12 Extreme. Taking it back to the 90s with modern technology. Extreme. <laughs> I can't wait till Apple comes out with their flip phone because Samsung just did. So they're gonna copy like them. not too long ago, and Apple's gonna try to one up them like all all the time, like they always do. Oh, Hunter, I was wrong. You do have the eleven because I guess the dual lenses were on the eleven. The more you know, see, I haven't been paying attention to iPod and iPhone advancements since like the four S, and. Every time I get a new iPhone, I just pretty much buy whatever's like the newest one, so I'm not like a generation behind. I haven't had an iPhone in like ten years. Are iTunes cards still a thing? Yeah. Yeah, for like, all those people who are scared of credit cards. Huh. Do you, do you guys think Apple will ever release its own gaming console? I think they tried. They have Apple Arcade, and that's about as. Oh yeah. Way back in the day, Apple II was kind of like a video game system. I mean, like they they their computers were considered prominent gaming systems back when, like, it was only Nintendo and Amiga and uh, Commodore. So they were technically a gaming system, but I don't think they ever will now because gaming systems don't really like the market. Pretty much is done. Most people, if they do, if they choose PlayStation or Xbox, and then you got the Nintendo weirdos, you know, like me, who are just, they get Nintendo. Yeah, so we're just weird. We're not even, like, considered part of the gaming demographic, I don't think. Actually, just, the Switch is the most popular console. Well, it's yeah, real good, I, but... Yeah. But then you got, like, no, but, like, PS4 and Xbox, they try to, like, battle for all the, like, the teenagers, and, um... But most okay. people who are hardcore gamers are just building their gaming computers nowadays. Yeah. My so, manager computer. We're talking about it today. Curtis? Yeah, he built his own PC. Dude, he's weird. I'm convinced he is a serial killer. And now he can build his own computers. I mean, how, he's how is that weird? How is being a serial killer and making your own computer? It sounds like he has a really good career ahead of him and he has a fun pastime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a good work social life. Obvious, you could say. In my spare time, I like to go into the long walks in the woods, find lonely stragglers, and stab them a couple of times in their neck. We got so much beer from hoops <laughs> for free. We got well the gro- the grocery store worker Monday thing. They give us. Two crowlers. Two of these guys. Each, because we both work at Aldi. Mm -hmm. And then Chloe bought a four pack of crowlers. Do they have, like, Christmas specials right now? Like, I I know they're giving them to you, but are those, like, specialty Christmas ones? Uh, The cans are decorated. I don't think they're, like, a specialty. They were a little bit discounted, too. For For a four pack, it was $36. Right. Normally, it's forty, so it's a little bit off. Well, Bent Paddle, they'd had like a Christmas exclusive, and I wanted to try it out, but I think it was only in a. You could only get a growler of it, and that was it. You could get growlers. Thing it was that sugar. One. We got a pineapple jalapeno one. Pineapple from, chili. Oh, was oh, that one good? Chili. 
I didn't like it. It was very spicy. <laughs> I've seen that one there, but I, I've never, I've never had the guts to try. I they have free samples too, so I don't know why I'm just being there, weird. Well, there, I thought I'd like it because there, there's that one at a tap exchange that me and Hunter tried that one time, and we liked that one. So I thought this would be similar, but this one was like burn my throat. Like I could feel the heartburn coming if I kept drinking it. <laughs> like I, I could feel it just building. So I, I had to stop. But. I really miss Hoops right now. Um, I think that might actually be my favorite local brewery. So, I mean, like, legitly once things are, like, we can, like, all see each other again, we should all go out mm-hmm. to Hoops and be I, like, I think the Tavix it's not a brewery. That was, like, my new favorite place. Yeah, I, I, love <laughs> I, I mean, how... There. I also hate it because like uh, there's like fifty percent chance you'll find somewhere to sit like yeah like, nowhere to it's sit very minimal no yeah I think Justin I think you'd like it it's pretty it's pretty cool where's it at it's in West it's like between Ursa Minor and and oh no sorry no I'm thinking of something else um, Tab Exchanges it's like by uh, Ben Paddle it's like across from Damage Skate Shop and you know. Uh, love creamery and yeah i don't think i've been there i've been to ben paddle i've been to the the strip where ursa minor is and some of those other ones but i don't i don't think i've ever been yeah tap exchange i've heard of it i've never been there it's like right omc smokehouse across from corktown so i was so disappointed because i took off all pints north this year and it didn't happen oh yeah and Festiversary. So. Yeah. Well, I wanted to go to Alpine's North. Hopefully this summer things are back. Should we start talking about Christmas movies? And- we well, can talk about whatever. I mean, I, I mean, it's kind of fun to talk about some different things. Like, as you can tell, we're all, I guess we're all into breweries <laughs> to a point. Um, I don't know. Like, actually, Christmas movies, uh, what has everyone been watching? Because I, uh, I don't. I haven't really been checking out anything new Christmas movie wise, except um, we, we, have, we haven't watched we haven't watched a single Christmas movie this year. We watched Lord of the Rings <laughs> trilogy, <laughs> and uh, what else have we watched? Twilight. That was a while ago. I guess to, this month, Lord of the Rings. A lot of people watch Lord of the Rings during Christmas. Like a lot of people, that's their Christmas tradition is to watch all the Lord of the Rings. And um, I was trying to get enough Marvel movies done where me and Stella could, you know, she's watching them all for the first time. And I was hoping we could get to Endgame for Christmas. You know, like, I think that'd be great. Right now we have it lined up where, uh, because we're at Black Panther, but she's actually going to skip Infinity War. We're going to go right to Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then we're going to watch mm. Captain Marvel because we're going to watch Infinity War and Endgame back to back. And if I mm. can convince her, I want to do it as like a one night. Let's watch all like five or six <laughs> hours worth of movies right now because I think that would be so <laughs> much fun. Is she more into Marvel now that you've been doing this? I don't know about like into it. She's um, it's fun kind of listening to her because it's not like opinions based on the comic books and it's not really opinions based on other superhero movies or even like movies in general. It's really clear cut straight to the point. Like I like it because of this. I like it because of that. And there's just things that, you know, like she didn't like Iron Man three at all. 
Um, all like the kind of nuanced reasons I gave for it. She just was not into it. She's like, nah, he was mean and he was mean to that kid. And it was very like straightforward. And I was like, you got a good point. Um, she really liked Iron Man two. Um, I think she liked Iron Man two more than the first one. And some of the reasonings were pretty good. And, um, I think her favorite one so far is Captain America, the first Avenger, but I think she really got into, uh, I mean, Chris Evans is really likable, but I think they, she got into the love story part of it. So that's why I'm like, oh, we got to get to Endgame, though, because it kind of pays off. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Marvel movies. Should we talk about their roster for the next couple of years? Yeah. Dude. Disney Plus yeah, presents everything. <laughs> I do about it, and so I'm more interested just to hear what you guys have to say about because I haven't I've seen pictures of it but I haven't kept up with the news so yeah well I don't know like a lot of stuff was already announced before and some things got actual release dates or they were actually you know like formerly announced like you know like Captain Marvel 2 before there was no announcement for it but now there's actually like oh they're making it it's coming out here's the date and I think they did the same yeah. for the Ant-Man and Wasp sequel which what's the uh, what's the title for that? Quantumania. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Paul Rudd kind of sounding. Like, it sounds like a word that he would say in the movie. Yeah. Is it just me or does a lot of the titles seem, like... Weird? <laughs> not not just weird, but, like, kind of like going the CW route. It seems like they're like, getting goofier and goofier based yeah, on getting, the comics. I think, I think, yeah, I think they're just le- leaning heavily into the comics now because that's kind of what the CW shows did to begin with. Is yeah. it kind of they're kind of already out there? Yeah. Except maybe Air, the first couple seasons of Arrow were kind of grounded. Yeah. But now they're that, getting into quantum stuff and magic and. I mean, like, which the the ideas are cool. It's just like looking at the titles. It looks like a slate of CW shows I don't want to watch. Like that's like. The, what, I think that's seeing all the Disney Plus shows like Ironheart and and uh, which the idea is cool beans, but just looking at the titles and and even the style logos and stuff. Yeah, it's the graphic design is very cookie cutter, bubbly yeah. kind of. Well, that's weird. what's been happening yeah. with Disney announcing all these movies. When they have them announced, they always have a. They have a title and a logo made up ahead of time, but they don't have any trailer footage. They And what's weird about this announcement is that they didn't even really have any of the actors because of coronavirus. So it's making me feel a lot more kind of dismissive about it because I, I don't really believe all these are happening until I actually see a camera rolling and they have a person cast. And I know a lot of them, they kind of do, but there's a lot of it where I'm like, I don't want to get hyped for this quite yet. Because, they, like, for instance, She-Hulk, they announced it. It's going to have Mark Ruffalo in it back as the Hulk. You know, they're going to have the one who was cast as She-Hulk. And um, Tim Roth was announced to be coming back from The Incredible Hulk. Like, that was like that was rumored months ago. Whoever that Twitter account is, I swear he's just a Marvel employee because all this stuff was already, like, <laughs> years ago leaked. But... That's a show that they have not started filming yet, and I want to know how far they're into it because I'm like, I don't believe it yet. Well, I, I'm guessing they have, Kevin Feige has a blueprint. Like, he has a rough blueprint, and he kind of... I don't, I don't think he has, like, a full-fledged story out, but he has where he wants it to go. 
Right. And he just kind of give the writers the sandbox to play in, and it has to tie into these story notes to fit the larger plot. What was the name of the Don Cheadle show? It's called Armor... What's Armor it? Wars? Armor Wars. Yeah. Which that one kind that, of surprised that, that me. Sounds like, that sounds like a like cake boss kind of show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so... I, it's hard to get excited for all these shows. Like I'm, exci- I'm, I was mostly excited for WandaVision, but now seeing the um, Bucky and Falcon trailer, I'm so hyped for that because it it looks and feels like a Winter Soldier espionage kind of mm-hmm. show, right? Um, but they threw like ten shows at at the wall when yeah. all this was announced and it's hard to get so ecstatic when it's when you're so overwhelmed it's like going to baskin robbins 31 flavors like you don't like you're so overwhelmed you don't know what to get i remember when they announced the slate a couple years ago for when infinity war and endgame were going to come out and they had all the movies before that between civil war and that and that was it there was only a couple movies so there wasn't too much to remember so you could even kind of remember the release dates and they had like mm-hmm. directors attached they had actors attached they had people on stage so it was like a lot more exciting but here where they're also announcing tv shows and a lot of them feel so so much of a spin-off where i'm like i kind of wonder if this is going to happen given the way the world is right now and if the economy is the way it is and if you know disney's all about making money because like for instance the don Cheadle show i'm like that'd be cool and the idea of it's very cool um but is it gonna end up happening i hope i mean i guess i don't know how far along they are the thing that got me the most excited was the loki um the loki footage because that was yeah. a show I wasn't necessarily too excited for. Um, I like Loki, but he's never been like a character. Where I'm like, yes, TV show. But the footage got me really excited. And um, it got me excited for a show being like directly taking place in a different universe. And, you know, Owen Wilson now being an old man. <laughs> he's not too old, I guess. But I couldn't tell that was even Owen Wilson at first. Yeah. When I was watching the trailers for him, I... I was mostly excited originally for, um, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but after seeing the trailer for Loki, I had like excitement chills, like I haven't had for mm-hmm. uh, like for a trailer or a movie in a while. I mean, I don't watch many trailers, but for TV shows, are so far off that I don't know what happened. I was like, all right, let's get a taste of what these shows would be like. And for some reason, Loki was like. Like, I was at work watching it on my phone, and I was, like, beaming for some reason at the Loki trailer. And I wasn't, like, expecting to be ex- excited for it, so. The one thing I'm excited for Loki is that it's it's uh, taking elements of real life, too, like uh, D.B. Cooper. Like, there's uh, he's obviously D.B. Cooper when he's in that plane, and he jumps out, and the Rainbow Bridge hits him, and the dollar bills fly down. Okay. Because that's... Oh, did you not get that? I didn't add that up till now, but that's really cool to think about that. Yeah. Yeah, like, he was never found. They, all they found was a few $20 bills or something from, like, the bag that he stole of money. Mm-hmm. And so they're tying that in. I, there's a couple other historical things in there. Um, but but I, I, I like the idea of, like, a Doctor Who-esque kind of time heisty show. I, it's, mm-hmm. 
I don't really know what to expect, though. I also love that all these shows are only six episodes, so it doesn't seem like so much to keep up with. Because I'm like, these are shows where I'm like, I have to watch them all because they're part of the movies. And they got all actors. Um, WandaVision is going to be six episodes, and I'm pretty sure Falcon and Winter Soldier is also only six episodes. And I, like I mean, that. Disney Plus is doing shorter seasons because, I mean, Mandalorian was only eight episodes. And I dig that because I'm like, yeah, make write enough, like write the shows first and then see how many episodes it is. Don't be like, we need 13 or we need 26. Like, no, we- just. Yeah. I love that it's going to be a little shorter, too, because it's like. You know, it's gonna. Everyone's gonna watch these, and some of the fans like. I I still want to stay a fan, but if it ended up being like twenty some episodes, I don't know if I can keep up. Do you think they'll have multiple seasons, or do you think they'll just be like mini mini? No, I think they'll have multiple or... seasons. I think like especially. All of them? Uh, well, I mean, possibly. <laughs> I mean. We'll see what happens. I could see all of these pretty much going on, especially well, given that they're also only six episodes, that gives them time to have so many because it's not like it's stealing away people's time. Like people will have time to literally watch every one of these Disney Plus shows. Um True. I'm trying to think, like, what else did they announce? Because I'm like trying to like scatter through everything yeah. that was announced. Just Marvel? Yeah, just Marvel. We won't get into Star Wars yet. Um, they got well, they got WandaVision, Falcon, Loki, uh, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Armor Wars. Uh, Did you say that one? Which one? Hawkeye? Did you say oh, yeah, Hawkeye? Oh, yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's actually getting filmed, so like that's happening. Um <laughs> I don't they remember got, what's a movie and what's a TV show. Well, you're listing all the TV shows now, Zach, and you know some of these they didn't really say much more about them beyond what they had already mentioned last year. Like for instance, Moon Knight. I heard that title last year, and that's still all they really have is just the title. They don't really have anything else well, added yet. Oscar Isaacson talks to be in it. See, but that's like, we're in talks, but like, why wasn't it announced then? You know, what's weird is that Christian Bale, that was another thing that leaked. They said they they leaked that he was in talks to be in the Thor, the fourth one, uh, Thor Love and Thunder. And somebody had also, you know, they apparently one of the leaks said that he was going to play the villain. Well, they actually announced that, that he is in fact playing the villain. And I was like, who, who are these leakers? Why are they so good? The fact that that like that they're in talks, basically, because they've been in talks for months. If we know about it, they've been talking month prior. Right. There's probably a deal already made. They just there's probably just too much stuff announced already that they're probably just pacing themselves. I mean, this was the first time they mentioned that they are making a Fantastic Four movie. The twenty twenty three. I bet it'll be twenty twenty three. Yeah. So for movies this year, we got Black Widow, and then is it Eternal? Uh, Shang Chi, and then Eternals, I think. Shang Chi and then Eternals. There's a fourth movie this year, right? Spider Man. Oh yeah. But that's Sony technically. Don't worry, I got it pulled up now. Uh, Black Widow, Shang Chi is in July. Eternals is in November, 
and Spider-Man is going to be in December. Um, Doctor really? Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is March 2022. Thor Love and Thunder is 2022 uh, in May. Black Panther 2 is July 2022. And Captain Marvel 2 is November 2022. And Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to be 2022. So apparently there's going to be five movies in 2022. I don't see that happening for sure. Um, one of those is going to get pushed out. I feel like it's going to be Black Panther if you want to just make a bet right now. Um, I thought they're, they're filming. Well, they did say that, didn't they? Well, it says here it's in development. It doesn't say it's in, it's filming yet. Okay. I, I had heard uh, that too, though, that they were going to start filming like in the next couple months. But I, I would totally buy something happening where they have to like reschedule filming or if there's some kind of issue because that's a movie that in my head I feel like they have to be rewriting it. Oh well, yeah, they they already said that they're buffing up Sherry's role, which is how it should go. Um I think yeah, Ryan Coogler Yeah, that, that's all I heard, but I I don't know. I they could have just been developing it. I I took it as filming. And from what I remember is uh, they did not um, announce Guardians of the Galaxy 3 yet. Holiday special. Right, <laughs> holiday a- special, which sounds hilarious. <laughs> um, they're doing a new, like, short series with Baby Groot called I Am Groot. And, um, oh, yeah. The TV shows that were missed, uh, the What If TV show, the animated yeah. show, that looks real cool. Yeah. Um... And then there's another show called, well, there's Iron Heart and uh, Secret Invasion. Oh, that's the Nick Fury show. Yeah, that's what we forgot. Yeah. With Mendelssohn, right? They're like co-starring. Yeah, because it's going to take place like after Captain Marvel and uh, before Iron Man, I assume. Is it going to be, is it a... pre-Iron Man show? Yeah, is it I think so. Confirmed? Was Miss Marvel going to be a show and was Ironheart going to be a show? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those are all and then shows, Ms. yeah. And Miss Marvel is going to tie into Captain Marvel too. Is it? Yeah. I don't know a ton about Miss Marvel. I, I, I stopped playing that Avengers game like after like three hours. <laughs> and... You play as mainly Miss Marvel, but you're not like the first one. You're like one of the other ones. Um, from so, what I know, of just oh. ab- from just absorbing uh, Marvel knowledge and not actually reading anything, um, I think she's an Inhuman, and she's just a fangirl of Captain Marvel, basically. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of how she's in the game so far. But yeah, and Captain Marvel kind of just takes her under her wing. Hey, let's talk about, um, since we're on Marvel, you want to talk about the Spider-Man movie at all? Which is apparently yeah, the- casting every single person ever. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it a little bit in our uh, group chat. <laughs> well, because <Tell> just- <laughs> every day there was like a new announcement and then there's like a new leak. And I, I, well, I feel like we kind of already talked about, we kind of assumed that they would have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in it. I mean, there's too many weird things going on where it's like, come on, you can't tell me that there's not a plan here. Because, like, Sam Raimi directing the multiverse movie with Doctor Strange, which is literally 
coming out after now. It's I, I thought it was coming out before Spider-Man previously, but now it's coming out like directly after Spider-Man. And yeah. Doctor Strange is going to be in Spider-Man. We already knew that like a couple mm-hmm. years ago, I feel like. Yeah. But then... Um, even this announcement, Kevin Feige said it's tying directly into Multiverse of Madness as well as uh, WandaVision is tying into that. So it's all going to be mm-hmm. based around Multiverse of Madness show. Or right. Movie. And I'm like, so apparently, you know, just with Sam Raimi involved and then the fact that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse has been so popular, I'm like, it's obvious that they're trying to do that because why else would you have Electro played by Jamie Foxx or Alfred Molina playing Doc Octopus. But, you know, like, a lot of these, I feel like what's going on is that Sony wants to just make the Sinister Six movie, which has been their ultimate plan for years. That's what they've been trying to make forever since, God, how much, we can go back many movies where they've they've pretty much been trying to do that over and over and over again. And, you know, now it's like, they're just taking the old actors, but they're they can't be the exact same characters, obviously, because Alfred Molina died, like, and so did Electro. Like he, they both died in their movies, so like, can't really be the exact same ones. They have to be from different universes. But beyond Electro- that, what was that? Did he die? I thought he just like disappeared into like an outlet, and that was it. Like he just. Well, I guess, but I. Well, here's the thing: you could use that, and then like you could have the opening scene be like Amazing Spider-Man Two, like the aftermath, and then like have Electro appear out of the outlet, like I'm alive. But that doesn't explain why Alfred Molina is still alive. Like he's not gonna come swimming out of the water. Like <gasps> I'm alive. The only yeah. way I could see that working is if like the multiverse also worked with like time and space, where like. It goes back to the fight at the end of Spider-Man Two, and they like take him right out um, of it. Well, right yeah, out of that. Oh, sorry, I, yeah, this is Endgame rules. I forgot. Like this is Endgame time travel rules, where you could go to the scene where he didn't die, and you could take him out of that, and that doesn't affect the current timeline. You could take him out of that movie, and he's still alive because that's literally what Thanos did. I forgot about that. So you could technically so I could do see that. that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know Sony, Sony was also developing a Madam Web uh, movie, which is basically Multiverse of Madness, but with a blind old lady. <laughs> she's she's kind of the Spider-Verse tether that ties all the universes together in the comics. Hmm. Hunter, what were you so, saying? Uh, it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, I dare you. I was saying that, like, Doctor Octopus was was uh, replicating a, uh, the Reality Stone with like his glowing ball thing. Oh, <laughs> <The> sun! <laughs> the sun it and I got was it. that that I, was yeah. a Reality Stone, or that was uh, Infinity Stone. <laughs> the sun. <laughs> the sun. Yeah. Um. Well, because they also said that Willem Dafoe and Thomas, um, Middleditch. What's his? Is it Thomas Hayden Church? Um, they're both in talks to be in the new Spider-Man movie as their previous roles, the Sandman and Green Goblin. And I'm like, poor Topher Grace is just waiting. Like, call me, call me. And um, Topher Grace. Clearly, they're trying to like bring everyone into this, and I'm like, well, I think what they're gonna do is 
it's going to lead to a Sinister Six movie, a separate one, but it's at least going to open the door to, one, having a Sinister Six with all the actors we loved playing those roles, like, you know, Alfred Molina would be the head of the group as Doc Ock, as he was in the comics, and also, it would open the door for Venom to technically be included in the MCU as a multiverse movie. This this would also open the door to having expendable Sinister Six members where you could kill them off in a movie and then have new ones right. in a different Sinister Six movie <laughs> if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Or even like different versions of the characters because, you know, there's been so many Sinister Six lineups. So like over time... You know, like for a while, instead of the Green Goblin, I, I I don't know if the Green Goblin was ever part of it, but I know the Hobgoblin was. But you can have like different people in it, because for instance, Electro, he's not going to be the blue Electro that he was in Amazing yeah. Spider-Man. He's going to be the classic green and yellow, from what I understand. Yeah. So oh, like, yes, that dorky mask. So, I don't know. I feel like they are... I I think they're pretty much doing Spider-Verse. I don't think they're going to announce that Tobey Maguire is in it, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be in it. I've seen breakdowns of just the one picture that uh, Tom Holland released of just, like, him with the mask over his Spider-Man mask, and he's, like, in front of a blue screen. And there's, like, one hand behind him, and everyone's speculating that it's uh, Andrew Garfield because... Amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield had a jacket with like the thumb hole like sleeve. <laughs> so everyone's thinking that oh, that's Andrew Garfield because he has that jacket. Definitely. <laughs> Announced like ten Star Wars shows too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to keep up. Well, I feel like an idiot because I didn't realize that Ahsoka. You know, like, they announced it was a TV show, and I was like, why didn't I guess that? That makes total sense. Because I was like, why was she only in one episode? Why did I take all the time to do all that makeup for um, Rosario Dawson? You know, pretty, she's a pretty popular actress to play in one episode. And then she mm-hmm. had her own TV show announced, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. I feel dumb now. <laughs> well, they, they started her own storyline at the end of that episode. <laughs> well, too, yeah, because they were like, who is she trying to look for? Um uh- Admiral Thrawn. Right. If yeah, you want, Thrawn, yeah. He, he's a villain in Rebels. Uh, yeah, and I've heard that. I mean, like, the, a very popular book series that, from what I... That's, like, the most prominent thing that they took out of Legends, right? Like, they rebooted everything, but they were, like, right away, no, don't worry, though, Thrawn is still a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was Thrawn's like, yeah, I felt kind of dumb to do it for one episode, but now I was like, oh, they're getting... A, she's getting a whole TV show, and I was like, how didn't... Why didn't I guess that? Hmm. <laughs> I think Obi One is only going to be like four episodes, and it's just a one one and done series. Mm-hmm. But bringing Hayden Christensen, Hayden Christensen back mm-hmm. as Darth Vader, so that's going to be cool. I want to know if he's going to be like out of the suit for part of the they, episode. They, I bet they'll have him in like back to tanks and have his helmet off. I was going to say because I cast him then. Right, because then it's just going to be James Earl Jones. And I'm like, ah, Hayden Christensen as portrayed by James Earl Jones. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, yeah, that, that show kind of got me a little excited. Um, Just, you know, it's going to be one season, but I think that's kind of cool. That's going to be just a quick one-off and kind of help do a lot of things the uh, fans have been wanting. Because I, I heard that... Um, 
the actor uh, the actor from uh, the Mandalorian, the guy who plays Boba Fett, who also played Jango Fett, who also played Commander mm-hmm. Cody, will be playing Commander Cody in Obi Wan apparently. Um, hmm. I heard that somewhere. Commander- I'd like to know how that conversation goes down because he's Obi Wan's going to talk to him and be like, "Hey, bro, last time I saw you, you said blast him." Uh, I, I'm really excited for the Bad Batch show, which is like the extension of the Clone Wars show, mm-hmm. and it's uh, four like disformed kind of like clones that aren't like cookie cutter clones. They all kind of are special in their own way, mm-hmm. and it's kind of going to show what happens to the clones once the Empire took over. I'm really interested to see that. Mm. Yeah, Hunter, did you read about any of this, or were we just like... <laughs> and, no. and they announced <laughs> this, and they announced that. I mean, honestly, like, I, I haven't even watched a single episode of the new Mandalorian <gasps> season. Like, I mean, first season, but I haven't... Just because I didn't... I wasn't really in love with the Mandalorian the first the first season. Oh, I get that. Um, and I knew I'd watch it eventually. I just figured, like, I'll wait to see if it's any good. And immediately, people are loving it. And so I've seen, I've seen the poster spoilers already. Yeah. But it's like it's okay if it was a movie. I'd be pissed off. But for a TV show, I don't mind it as much. Well, so I know I mean, like, like so much of it kind of was assumed too. Like I think most people already kind of knew that Boba Fett was coming back. I mean, this obviously was what the Boba Fett movie that was announced years ago was supposed to be this TV yeah. show just evolved. Yeah. So, I'm, I'll probably them. on, like, my maybe on, like, my holidays off, I'll probably catch up on Mandalorian or something. You know what's great is actually the episodes are only about, like, a lot of them are only, like, 30 minutes long, so you could almost binge a big chunk of it in one night. And I don't know if this is the popular opinion, but I think season two is far superior to the first season like the first season felt very i enjoyed it and people compared it to a western tv show but i was like there's a reason that a lot of people don't talk about those western shows anymore is because Mm -hmm. every episode was very secluded to itself it wasn't really one overarching story this season feels a lot more like an (laughs) actual story it still kind of feels like i still don't think it's as great as everyone says it definitely has one-off episodes where i'm like like the episode that uh cara dune shows up for the first time with uh what's carl weathers yeah carl weathers the episode that he directed that episode just kind of felt like an extra hey remember these characters from last season let's go on an adventure and i was like it, it feels like a lot of that at times where you know like a video game like oh before you can complete that mission we must go do this mission and um but by the end it gets really good and uh unless you're really into, into the easter eggs then that, that would just feel like a throwaway well there's I mean there's uh, stuff as like a fan that I like but I just mean like as a TV show it doesn't really feel yeah, yeah it, was, it was definitely so far the weakest of this season right I think the Bill Burr episode is the best and I mean, like, I liked him last season, but this season, I was like, holy crap, this, this whole episode is like, it's going into things I never even thought about in Star Wars. And I was like, this is so good yeah. right now. <laughs> no, the, the character work in that episode is really good. Um, I, uh, 
I really like what they did with Boba Fett so far. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go into it. But... How many episodes are they in right now? Uh, I think they're on the sixth or the seventh. Friday's the last yeah. one. It's the eighth one on Friday. Oh. Okay. okay. I have to catch up so I don't get if there are any big spoilers. For I mean, there's really that. not because, like, hey, do you want to hear about how Boba Fett somehow survived? Well, guess what? We don't know. Yeah, they haven't. It's like they haven't told us. There's like Boba Fett's the number of lines he's gotten is probably five. Mm-hmm. He's great, but it's like you can tell that they're still saving stuff for season three. I mean, like even the main villain um, from last season, who was played by the guy from Breaking Bad, he's like. Yeah, he's it's like he kind of showed up last second to be the villain again, and I was like, right, this guy. Is it this guy from The Boys? Yeah. Yeah, because like, I saw an Onion article that said, what's that actor's name? Uh, I forget. Let me look him up quick. It was like TV series where this guy shows up, you know. Shit's about to go bad for the main character or whatever. <laughs> Whenever that guy shows up in a TV show. <laughs> he's go- he's, gonna, he's, uh, he's also going to be the main villain of Far Cry 6. Oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right, yeah. yeah. Um, his name is Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito. If I'm reading this article correctly, he was apparently in Do the Right Thing, and I never knew that. <laughs> he wasn't. Yes, yeah, he was also in School Days and Mo Better Blues and Malcolm X. He was in all these Spike Lee movies, and I never knew that. I thought he only became a prominent actor because of Breaking Bad. So this is all news to me. I'm a prominent actor from that. He's probably just like in the background of most of these. Well, I mean, I guess, but like, I'm surprised. I've he was. I have to look it up. He was like in some comedy movie that when I was watching it, I recognized him, and I was like, wait a minute, that guy. And it was, it's a pretty, it's an older movie. I have to look it up. Um, I feel like he played principal. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't want him to play a principal. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> Basically, what he was in The Boys is a principal. Yeah. You watch The Boys, Justin? I never got to it. Ah, uh, that's good. It's the only it's- reason... <laughs> it's one of the best TV shows I've ever seen. Like just straight up, it's so freaking good. It's good. I don't know what I'm thinking of, but he was also in the Usual Suspects, so maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Anything else Star Wars that they announced? Because I know they announced uh, the Patty Jenkins Star Wars movie. Yeah, that was Rogue Squadron movie. Um, and. I feel like Taika Waititi's getting a Star Wars movie. What's that? Do we know? What that project? They didn't announce the Taika Waititi title, but they announced that it. Yeah, it's Rogue Squadron for Patty Jenkins. Yeah. What about um? Oh um, what's his name from Rogue One? Cassian Andor. Yeah, he's getting a TV show. TV show. Um. What about, uh, shoot, I'm blanking on his name, um, The Last Jedi director, Ryan something. Yeah, they didn't say anything about that, about his trilogy? Yeah. Well, because still- a couple years ago, they announced there were three dates, and I thought it was 2021, 22, and 23. I might be, I might be off. 
they might have or it might have been 23 25 and 27 I, it was like they had these three spaced out dates and i they called it the star wars trilogy but they didn't say if ryan johnson was the director of them and they didn't say if those titles were originally for the writers of game of thrones which those guys actually lost their star wars movie because they were they were given a star wars trilogy but then they were taken off the project so i don't know if that was the trilogy or if that's ryan johnson's trilogy or if that is still scheduled i should look it up but i i still don't think that ryan johnson's getting any star wars movie i'm not not because he's a bad director because i think he's a great director but they're scared just the star wars fandom alone will tear him apart and the movies won't do right i think He's the right sandbox, though. I I think like if he was to do like something old republic ish, like I don't. I, or, like, if, if a Star Wars fan heard that he's doing an old republic movie, they would there would be riots. Guaranteed for me, like who's not like some deep fandom guy. Like I just I, all I know about Star Wars is from the movies, really. Yeah. Like, I, if he did something like an Outer Rim trilogy or something, or like an Old Republic trilogy, to me, like, it would be like, no way, that's super cool, because like, he's not trying to write a movie within this like, main Skywalker trilogy subset, you know? And if he has something, he like, actually has room to play, you know? And like, he's not stuck to like, a specific, drawn out storyline with expectations like a Skywalker thing like I yeah. think stride you know but I I, don't know. I think they should give him one standalone movie that he could branch out if they wanted to give him but to promise him a trilogy is like a big ask but like if, if he did like one solid like standalone out doing your own thing your own story movie and it did well then give them more movies off of that. Well, I mean, if you go back to our Star Wars episode where we discussed The Last Jedi and how I said that whole conversation went down between him and Kathleen Kennedy and how they loved him too much and they they let him risk the whole series (laughs) just because... And I like that movie, but, like, clearly there... I I don't think he was... I really wish he would have done the last movie because that Last Jedi is literally... Even in the title, it's built more like a last movie. Um... But I think that's why he got a trilogy because they loved him and his writing and probably his ideas so much that they're like, you need to just because we can't do that much with the eighth film because I I think he was probably held back in that movie, even though that movie did a lot and it ticked a lot of people off. um, I think it's great. I think he probably was still in a corner with a lot of the writing and with a lot of the ideas that they gave him an entire trilogy but a lot of this crap like wasn't announced yet at the time and this is what i found on the website um wikipedia the trustworthy site um so it says here ryan johnson he was confirmed to write and direct the first film of a new trilogy he was outlining as of early 2019 so keyword there first film of a new trilogy they said he's getting a trilogy but he's only working on the first one so far so clearly they're not you know, giving him everything quite yet. 
The trilogy mm-hmm. will differ from the Skywalker-focused films in favor of focusing on new characters and possibly a different era than the main film franchise. And in mid-2018, Lucasfilm confirmed multiple anthology films in development, um, with their release following a hiatus after 2019's Rise of Skywalker. So this is where those... Uh, it was 2023, 25, and 27. So they had three Star Wars movies planned then. I thought that was the Ryan Johnson trilogy, but it's not. Those are just three separate anthology movies. And the first one, 2023, is actually going to Rogue Squadron, which is the Patty Jenkins film. And then on September 25th, 2019, it was announced that Marvel Cinematic Universe producer Kevin Feige was developing a Star Wars movie with Kathleen Kennedy. And it was announced that the director of Slight, J.D. Dillard, and the writer of Luke Cage, Matt Owens, were in the early stages of their own movie. And then it was announced that Taika Waititi was getting the movie. So... I think they have just a lot of stuff planned, but you know that still the math doesn't work there because they have three separate projects, but now they only have two more release dates. So um, I kind of feel like more than likely the Taika Waititi one's probably the 2025 movie, and that other one is with J.D. Dillard and Matt Owens is probably 2027, or maybe they're making just another date for 26 or. 2028 or 2024 or I don't know but Kevin Feige's movie I don't even know where that fits into it because I feel like if anything those guys work in like the same corridor I feel like they just probably pass each other so often that they finally started talking about Star Wars and Kevin Feige's like look what I did let me go over there I bet I bet by by 2023 we'll be getting two Star Wars movies like every two, every other year. I don't know. Star Wars fans are too picky and they're too bitchy. Yeah, you are kind of bitchy. <laughs> they, they like, they literally said like, you know, for some of these other movies, we're like, we're gonna boycott it and never works out. Like everyone was gonna boycott Captain Marvel, didn't work. Everyone still saw it. It made a ton of money, but like, we're gonna boycott Star Wars. We're not going to Solo, and people didn't. So it's like, apparently they're true to their word and a little, I don't know, that that movie also kind of had a bad release date and a lot of other issues. But I don't know. Um, what's uh, kind of, I don't know, it's kind of sciencey and spacey. What's the word on Dune? Is Dune coming out soon? I hope so. Next December. What? Next December? Yeah, they had it scheduled for this December, and they moved it all the way to next December. Because Marvel, for I mean Marvel, Warner Brothers, for the most part, every single movie that was coming out this year, they took the release date and they just pushed it one full year. So 2021 is pretty much the exact same slate that was going to come out this year, except it's next year. Seriously? So Dune isn't coming out this December? Nope, it's coming out next December. It's going to be just... in theaters and then HBO Max the same day. Ugh, I was looking at like the date of it, and I, I I don't remember the day of the month, but I remember thinking, like, oh, at least it's still coming out in December. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that a was long like my December, sa- buddy. 
like other than Tenet, like that was gonna be like my saving grace. Like I just need to see this movie and I'll be happy with this year. <laughs> no, I wonder eighty four is getting good reviews right now. It's a good point. I have read a couple of them. I mean, just the initial reactions, and they sound pretty good. I figured it'd be a good movie because I was like, every movie's kind of it kind of needs to go through its origin film. Now let's go to the sequel because. They usually can do way more, and it's taking place in 1984. I mean, come on. I don't know how they're yeah. going to pull off the Kristen Wiig, uh, you know, like Cheetah or Lion costume or whatever she's supposed to be. I don't know anything about Wonder Woman. But, I mean, point is, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. I hope it looks exactly like the movie Cats. <laughs> With or without the, butt- the butthole? Uh, we'll go We'll double down. Two buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally double. <laughs> double down. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, the HBO Max thing, we kind of talked about it before we started recording, but I don't, I don't think it'll kill movie theaters, but I do kind of worry about bigger budget movies and franchises that don't necessarily do as well as Marvel. Because I was thinking, like, Blade Runner 2049, like, if this becomes the model of the future where they're going to release a movie the same day on HBO Max and in theaters so people, like, have the option, then a movie like Blade Runner 2049 will never get made again. Because that's a movie that, like, a lot of people want it. It was a very good movie, but it was going to have an... It was going to be an expensive movie, and it was not going to make its money back. And I feel like Dune is, like, in the same exact, like, realm as... Denis Villeneuve just is never going to release a financially successful movie, <laughs> even though they're all great. If he just stops doing science fiction, like if he goes back to doing like Sicario, right, or like Prisoners, then he could. But with if if he's doing stuff like Arrival was like his first science fiction, like huge budget, and then Blair Twenty Forty Nine was like so wild and out there, and now Dune is even more so. Hmm. I don't know. I will just go back to doing you know, Sicario type stuff. Right. But that's what I'm most fearful about this plan is just movies like that. Cause I'm like the franchises, the biggest ones are not going to go anywhere and movie theaters are going to stay alive. I mean, maybe there'll be less of them, but they're going to stay alive because people sometimes, I mean, people are going to still want to go to the theater. I feel like we're going to get to a point where there's only independent theaters around for the people who want to see, like, a Marvel movie in theaters. Uh, even though they're showing, like, indie films, they'll still have to show, like, the big Marvel movie because they can and because it will make their money. So I'm seeing, like, a future where the only theater around here is cinema, and every once in a while they just show a Marvel movie. <laughs> and I'm like, it's really weird, but we want to see it on the big screen. Oh. Could you imagine if, like... It was only a week where you can see a Marvel movie in theaters. Just a week at Zinema. <laughs> I mean, it's all good because, I mean, we see them all opening night anyway. So we'll be fine. Right. I, I, maybe for now. <laughs> Eventually there's just going to be too many movies, you know, like to remember. Like we're going to get, we're only getting older and our minds are going to be shrinking. And, uh, yeah. Eventually, we're going to, like, be forgetting who the characters are. We're going to be, like... We're going to be the old people who are asking our kids the questions about the movies, even though we started out watching that franchise. (laughs) But we are going to be the ones now confused about the very franchise we loved. 
could see that happening with me in Star Wars, but probably not Marvel. I think I'll probably always stay pretty dedicated to Marvel. Star Wars is more difficult just because they include the books as part of their canon. So people who are reading the books or like the extra comic books or all the extra really long form TV shows that technically started before Disney even rebooted everything. Like they included the Clone Wars. So, you know, good luck watching hundreds of episodes. But now you also have to read like tons of books to know all these little details about because like in the Marvel Universe, it's just like a fun hey, that's from a comic book if you read it, but if you didn't, it doesn't really matter because it doesn't yeah. really affect the story. But, you know, like, watching The Mandalorian, there's, like, direct references to some of the books, and you just sit there like, who, huh? Who is that? Yeah, like the very first episode right. of season. And I knew who that was. Who, like, the... the yeah. The guy with the armor? That's a guy from the books? <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> that guy was great, by the way. Actually, I think I still like the first episode the most. The Bill Burr episode might have topped it, but, like, the first episode was so good, it kind of made the rest of the season... Ma- like, like, why did they start out with such a good episode? <laughs> are they... What's... Are they still doing where they have, like, cool directors directing each episode? Like, Taika Waititi directed an episode last season, and, like... Yeah, I mean, they they have a couple of the same directors. Uh, I think the guy who directed the last Bilber episode also directed this one. The guy who directed uh, Dope. Yeah. Um, Carl Weathers got his own episode, which is the weakest of the <laughs> of the season. Is it like storytelling wise weak or like directing weak? It was just it was just such a isolated story, like. Justin said. Yeah. Um, like, that's clearly, what I like. I don't know, storytelling, it was kind of weak, I, I, I guess. The first season, that was my biggest issue, is, like, like half the episodes in the first season were just kind of bland. Like, the second episode was, like, the most, like, stu- like mo- the biggest waste of time ever I've spent watching. Is that the porn episode where they, like, go get the egg? That's the one, yeah, he's, like, trying to rebuild his ship. Yeah. I yeah, forgot I mean, about that well, part with the eggs. Yeah, like, he barely talks to, like, the only, like, time he talks is, like, a little bit, and it's to that guy. <laughs> the, the, this is, uh, I don't know, whatever. I don't remember. The, I'm okay. Yeah. Um, but, and then there was another episode where, like, they help train some, like, villagers to defend themselves from, like, uh, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, like, and I just for, like it seemed so like poor storytelling because it was cliched and like uneventful and like also didn't look good or anything. I just was like waiting for the episode to be over because I knew the beats that were gonna happen and like it yeah. wasn't really till the last two episodes where I felt like like it was the first episode of season one and then the last two were like the only ones that were any at all worth it for me. Yeah, in this season, I would say episode two and episode four. I think is the Carl Weathers episode. Yeah, I think so. Those were the weakest, uh, most isolated kind of blah episodes for me. Okay. Robert Rodriguez had probably one of the better episodes. 
Yeah. Which one was that? Was that the... the Ahsoka episode. Oh, was that him? Okay. I believe... Oh, wait a minute. That might be wrong. Who did the Ahsoka episode? No, that... Which episode? No, that, was that was Dave Filoni. Yeah, never mind. No, actually, Robert Rocky... He did do a good episode. That was the next episode. And that was the episode where they brought, you know, Baby Yoda to that planet. And he started... That episode. That episode was good, too. Um, I'm trying to remember... Yeah, because they had... um. They had Bryce Dallas Howard do another episode again. They had a lot of directors. Um, cool. But overall, like the Carl Weathers episode, it totally feels like he was just on set because he was in that episode, and they were like, hey, do you want to direct? <laughs> but I still um, think like the first episode, it was funny because I, I, like, I felt like you, Hunter. I didn't really like the first season that much. It was okay, but I literally, it's pretty much all gone now from yeah. watching it last year. But that first episode was literally better than like all of season one. Like the first episode was so good that I really didn't think they'd be able to top that. And then the Ahsoka episode came and I was like, okay, I don't think they're going to top this. And then like the Bill Burr episode came and that kind of is like the best episode to come out of the Mandalorian. And now I'm like, I next this uh, Friday finale might end up being the best Mandalorian, best star Wars thing I've seen in a long time. I mean, like certainly the Bill Burr, the Ahsoka and the first episode are combined a better movie than Rise of Skywalker was. Yeah. Yeah, I I loved the first season, and I can say that the first episode of this season is is better than any of the episodes. Dude, that part where they, like, transition into IMAX mode, where, like, just the screen got bigger, and I was like, I can't believe they just did that. I didn't even know that Star Wars was allowed to break their aspect ratio rules because... Suddenly that monster comes, and for the rest of the episode, up until the monster's gone, it's all, like, big, giant IMAX screen. And I was like, this is awesome. Oh. Yeah, they, like, wasted all the budget on one episode. <laughs> right. No, uh, I actually really liked the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. That was episode three, I think. Hmm. No, episode four. Was that what, the one with the extra, the other Mandalorians? Yes. Well, I mostly like it just because I, I knew who those Mandalorians were. Right, yeah, no, I knew, I knew they came from Clone Wars, but I was like, well, again, I'm like, I haven't watched it, I should. It's too many episodes. <clears throat> but I, I was, I for sure thought that they would also be getting their own show, like, that group of Mandalorians, just because of, like, their mission also. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big one. So I they'll, they'll either play a bigger part in Mandalorian, or they'll eventually get their spinoff show uh-huh. oh and i forgot freaking well i said this on twitter but i said episode seven or i know i said it on facebook i was like brought back my favorite sound effect of all time um i won't spoil it because that part is way too cool and it made me very very happy episode seven. oh you know what i'm talking about the very ending of the episode i i I, like, laughed with pure joy when I heard that. (laughs) I literally, I saw it coming, and, you know, Stella's been watching them with me, but I literally turned up the volume because I knew it was coming. I was like, here it comes. (laughs) Like a Wilhelm scream or something? Not the Wilhelm scream. It's, you should get, you won't won't guess it. Yeah, it's a sound effect, not a person. Okay. Side tangent, speaking of the Wilhelm scream, so Zach and I just rewatched Lord of the Rings, and just last night we watched the third one, 
Uh-huh. Not only do you hear the Wilhelm scream once, you hear it twice yeah, in the, the same movie, and I thought that was hilarious. You hear it when he like falls off the elephant, right? That's the second time you hear it earlier on. Where I think I think when they it's a couple, when they break the wall. Yeah, it's like catapult. an hour before that, and you hear it one time, and then when he falls off the elephant, you hear it the second time. Did you watch the extended <laughs> cut? No. I don't think so. So it's not the... Ex- okay, because I was going to say, I wonder if they added it to the extended cut. <laughs> Maybe there's another one in the extended cut. I want to go... This was the very first time I ever watched Lord of the Rings. What? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Should uh, we do it? <laughs> I mean, Honestly. I wish you would have told us, because we could have. <laughs> I've seen all the Hobbit movies. Never saw any of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Actually, I saw the first Lord of the Rings like way back, but... I didn't like the Lord of the Rings, but The Hobbit was okay. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I'm just saying I saw all of them. And then I just... What? Do you have a favorite Lord of the Rings movie now? Ah, probably... I don't know. Probably the, the last one? I don't know. that. It might also be because it's the most fresh in my mind, and I've only seen them, seen them once through, so I'd have to watch them again. That's cool. I, I want to go through and watch them again, like the extended cut, because I think these are just theatrical. That's like a, a big. I, I I like that the Lord of the Rings fandom, like like anyone could be, like any movie could be your favorite, like excluding the Hobbit movies. Like yeah. out of the main three, like there's not one that's like everyone's like this is the best. I think it's. I I thought this. While watch while watching it through them because we watched them like one day was a different movie pretty much mm-hmm. and it, it just felt like one continuous story which was so cool like even yeah. Star Wars doesn't do that Marvel doesn't really do that like yeah. there was no time jump it was immediately this is what's happening next mm-hmm. yeah it felt like one big story and it was it was really cool to watch it's like a lot of people do like. Lord of the Rings marathons on a Saturday where you watch like all four extended editions because it is one long movie like it's it's the same as binging a TV show or something like yeah plus I mean it was all planned out I mean granted they had the books but they also literally like when they started making those I don't know have we ever talked mm-hmm. about even the making of them because like reading about it's really interesting they they tried yeah. to shop around the uh, the idea to a lot of studios at the time because I forgot who exactly owned the rights to it, but I think any studio could have made it at one point. And Peter Jackson was the one trying to get people to make it because he was like, hey, we got this animated movie and it was pretty good. Uh, well, he liked it anyway, but we never got to finish the story, even though it technically was finished by Rankin Bass, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, but they never got to like finish it. They combined the first two books, but they never finished the third book, which was going to be a separate movie. So they were like trying to pitch that idea to executives, but they were pitching it as the first two will be combined. And then we'll do a third one. And that'll be return of the King. And every studio turned them down because of the issue of, well, if you do that, you have to make these movies at like the same time. And the, you know, cause it's technically one big story and what happens if the first one tanks? Well, then we have to release this other movie that will also tank, and it's just going to be a big waste of money. And the only people they went to who said yes was New Line Cinema, and when they heard it, they literally were like, 
I don't get it. There's three books. Why are you making two movies? And like, that was their only question the whole time. Like they were going through all these details, trying to really sell it to them. Like they were everywhere and all new line. Like, it's just kind of comical. They were like looking at the three books, like, like this is simple math. They're like, I don't get it. Why are you, this is three books. Why are you making only two movies? Like clearly you should be making three and they're like are you gonna let us make it and they're like well if you make three we're not gonna make t-. and they were like <laughs> they were like kind of annoyed they're like well make three i don't know why you're making only two <laughs> and really well and pre-production on that movie like was planned out so much like you can literally compare why those movies are great and why the hobbit isn't as great because the hobbit was kind of a lot of they did a lot of crunching on that production because there were a lot of things going on, but like that was an issue with rights also. Not like New Line Cinema didn't technically own the rights to The Hobbit. Someone else did because they made an animated Hobbit movie back in the day. And those people owned the rights to The Hobbit. So like they had to make a movie within a certain amount of time. And then Guillermo del Toro, who was the original director of two Hobbit movies, left. And then Peter Jackson came and he's like, I got to save this. And then they were like, you should make it into three. And it's like, uh, why? It's one book. And so, like, he barely had any time doing that. But, like, Lord of the Rings, they started working on, on that movie right after he got done with Frighteners. And that's going back to, like, 1996. So he had, like, a good four years of pre-production. And, like, you, there's, like, footage of them in 1997, like, starting work on the props like they were going that far back preparing this entire world like working on the helmets working on the props the costumes and like the first trailer was released in 2000 and the first trailer like literally promoted that all the movies would be coming out in 2001 2002 2003 it's like one of the coolest trailers ever and like on top of that they uh also had like everything done filming by like mid 2002 for all the movies even though only one of them had been released already and it's like so they were like they were really meticulous with those movies and making sure it was all done right and it's it's still kind of like a miracle the fact that it even happened because it nothing i mean cinematic universe didn't really exist back then Mm -hmm. why did smeagol still have the creepy voice when he wasn't a little goblin. That's his voice. Because it's my birthday and I want shit. Yeah. <laughs> before that. He was always Andy Circus. So <laughs> I knew he was just normal Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Circus. <laughs> um but yeah, di- wait, what did you so you liked all of them then or Yeah, I mean I have to watch them a few more times to actually get like a good judgment of them. But yeah, I, I loved it. But you said the third They're one. Like, what? Oh, I was just gonna say you said the third one was your favorite. I mean, it's the one that's most fresh in my mind right now. Okay. So, it's a good trilogy because it's like not really like it's spoiler friendly in a way, I guess, because there's no real like spoiler. Like, there's nothing like, big like Star Wars that's like big and spoilish like you know it's just kind of is what it is you know warm your diaries or something <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> spoiler <laughs> like did it make sense for the first time like like 
Like, what do you, wait, what do you mean? There's, like, one of the first, like, big memes is, like, one does not simply walk into Mordor. Oh. And yeah, like, well, the thing is, inter- the internet did ruin, like, the ending for me. Like, I knew, I knew Smeagol died with the ring. Yeah. I knew. What about the, what do you think of the eagles? The eagles were cool, but I also knew about the eagles. Okay, because everyone says, like, why don't you just fly there with the eagles in the yeah. first place? Um, what else? Yeah, I, um, <laughs> uh, I always think back to Clerks 2 when Randall was talking about Lord of the Rings. That was, like, the only basis for the longest time of Lord of the Rings, and I think it was one of the reasons why I didn't watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I was like, are you because of Randall's critique of it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Lord of the Rings is lame. <laughs> I had a hard time watching them the first time because, like, a lot of fantasy, it seemed like you point at things and Gandalf explains what it is and then we just walk away from it. And I'm like, eh, what is this? It felt like a lot of that. But then rewatching them, it's it's way better the second time around. Um, I really, really like how little magic he actually does as a wizard. I mean, he certainly can't save his own ass using magic. <laughs> I know he comes back alive, but I mean, was that really him, or what was that, metaphorically speaking? You know, like uh, the first time I watched him, I liked the third one the most. But I think I, I think I like the second one the most now. The first and the third one are on the top. Are the um, the AFI list, the top one hundred American films. The first and the third one are both in the top one hundred list. Two towers did kid. The Two Towers is the second one. Yeah, I know. I said Two Towers. Oh, I thought, no, I thought the first one only made it when they did the top ten lists. And they did, like, a top ten fantasy list. And it was in that. I didn't think it hit the top 100. Amer- yeah, it was. I don't know if in 2007 it got... Because they, they made the first list in 97. And then they did a revision in 2007. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do one in 2017. Um... So the first list, they just they revised it ten years later, and I think it was in. They kept it in for the revised list, or they added it in for the revised list. I'm trying to remember. You, I, I maybe it was on the list. I know the first one was definitely in the top ten fantasy list, but I, I can't remember if it might have been in that one. Yeah, because I'm. I think I remember watching it on TV. So like, I'm mm-hmm. like I'm for some reason going back on like 13 years ago of television knowledge. Like, oh, I remember. No, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that uh, we got Shrek into the Library of Congress because yes. so uh, <laughs> so uh, culturally mm-hmm. or whatever? Makes sense. Oh, it is. Yep, you're right. What? Number 50 on the list. The first and the third one, or only the first one's on the list, but it's number fifty oh. on the list. Oh, maybe they took Return of the King off or it's something. I thought Return of the King was also on there, but huh. Um, hey, you know, like speaking of like National Film Registry, though, like I, f- I feel like that's one of my more favorite movie lists because it's so. I don't know. I like their list and how they decide everything. Because you, your movie needs to be ten years old before it can even hit the list, and um, mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know I don't really like the AFI list as much because like I literally I was actually watching 
the 97 um, television special the other day. I was just like having it play on my phone while I was doing dishes. Um, mm-hmm. And some of their choices are, I mean, I know it was 97 and they changed it, but even then, like, it kind of surprised me some of the choices they made. I feel like some of these movies were only 20 years old at the time and it felt pretty recent to the people making the list and they're like, oh yeah, that's good. But then they have like a lot of silent movies that, uh, for instance, they have Modern Times on the list, Charlie Chaplin. And every time they talk about it, and it's on both lists, the 2007 and 97 list, both times that they talk about it, all they can really talk about is the scene where Charlie Chaplin is like going through the gears, his whole body is. And that's the only part that they can talk about. And I'm like, bro, you can't add an entire movie because of one scene. And I'm not saying Modern Times is a bad movie. It's, it's great for a lot of reasons. But it's just kind of funny listening to people talk about these movies. And clearly they haven't watched them in a long time. Or <laughs> they're like, oh, that one line or that one scene was so good. This is like the greatest movie ever. And I'm like, because of one scene. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't I don't know. Those AFI plus are... You know, they can only add American movies, which I'm not sure about. I think the National Film Registry can add movies from other countries, I believe. I'd have to look. They might not, but the point is is that they have a much more broad criteria, and I like that. Um, Yeah. It seems like I I like the 1001 movies list, but it feels a little... I don't know. It's... There's a lot of really obscure movies on it that they're not obscure as in people don't know about them. It's just obscure as in, like they have Gene Dialman on there, which is an okay, you know, it's it's cool to watch when you're in film school, but no one's gonna watch a four hour movie about a lady chilling in her apartment, you know, like no, you're not gonna recommend that movie to anybody. <laughs> so it's kind of like that list has always been kind of, eh, I don't know, it's okay. Yeah. The IMDb top 250 list is like a mess of great stuff and really like, why is this on the list? Because a lot of people voted for it. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just going off about lists because I I was thinking like, what's my favorite list? I like the National Film Registry. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked at that one in a while. Do you guys want to play? Yeah, we could start racking up. We could play Crown's The Last Actor on Earth. Okay. So, how did this one work again? So, if you got the names there, you can draw one, and then we just kind of go around in a circle and take turns naming movies that that actor's been in, and then whoever's the last person standing gets a point. All right. So, I didn't add the points from uh, the last episode. I uh, I forget what they were, so I'd have to listen before I add them back in. But I, I, don't worry, I'll add them in before we finish off the year. But um, yeah, we can play this game, and uh, I'll just pick out the first name, and everyone kind of knows the rules. Then we're gonna go around. This mm-hmm. might be a little short round, uh, but we got Michael Fassbender. Um, I'll do his top movie of all time, Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Is it my turn next? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. Uh, the Snowman. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll break into it. X-Men uh, Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse? 
Isn't that what it is? It's not the apocalypse. Name of the movie. It's called X Men Apocalypse. I'm thinking Dan. I'm thinking of the comic book. <laughs> I don't know. If well, I, is that included? Does that count? X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I'd count. Fine. I'd... Fine. Why don't we all break the rules then? And more X Men movies? Yes. I don't know. X Men the Future Past? Bingo. Yes. <laughs> um. I'm going to steal a movie that Zach told me about that I haven't seen yet called Frank. Oh, shit. I forgot he's in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has a head on the whole time. You don't even remember he's in there. <laughs> nice. Steve Jobs. Ah, uh, shit. That was my... X-Men First Class. Hmm. <laughs> Are you up? Yeah. Um, X-Men Dark Pahonics. <laughs> Pahonics. <laughs> um, Prometheus. Ooh. Uh, I can't think of any, but I'm going to go on a limb and say Deadpool 2. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if he was in that because I was just thinking that. Here, Chloe, look up Fassbender's and yeah, look up Deadpool two or look up Fassbender's filmography because Deadpool two will be up there. Oh, yeah, I suppose. I forgot about that scene. Because I mean, I definitely know uh, McAvoy's in that, and I know Evan Peters in the, is in it, but I don't remember the rest of them. It's like it all is, the they're from Apocalypse. Mm-mm. He oh, wasn't shit. in it. No, it's just you guys. I'm so mad. That makes sense because he's kind of on the lamb. Yeah. I just thought maybe he'd be in that cameo scene. Yeah, continuity wise, it's good he wasn't in that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, is it my turn? Yeah. I'll do Alien Covenant. Okay. Was he in Inglorious Bastards? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That was my next one. Uh, yeah. That's what I thought. I couldn't remember, though. It felt a little early for him. Let's see. I got to take a minute here and think. It's funny because I just looked at his filmography the other day just to see what recent movies he had been in, and he's like not in many movies. No, it's very he's, tough. Cool because he's so prolific for not being in that many movies. He's all, but also it kind of makes it more surprising that he's been in so many bad movies. Like the Snowman and Assassin's Creed was almost back to back, plus those X Men mm. movies, which the last two were not good. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if he was in Steve Jobs or if he was in Jobs, so that's why I didn't say that one. Cause, or otherwise, that would have been my first one. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher. You know, I might have to be out. I, I, I can't think of... I keep thinking of Bradley Cooper movies for some reason. There's two big ones that we haven't seen, or that we haven't said... 
Are you, can you do you know another one, Justin? I I can't think of one because the snowman and Steve Jobs were like about as obscure as I could get. Yeah, it's definitely been in like. Oh, you know what? I think I do have another one, but I don't know if that's him. Um, Fincher movie. Justin can get it. He wins. Yeah, because well, Hunter can't think of one, but I'm wondering: was he in? Was he in the Winter's Bone? No, that was uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh well, maybe I'm confusing him with a different movie because I thought he was like in some movie during that time mm-hmm. that was similar to that movie. Like he's definitely played an investigator in a movie. The Snowman. It was like another one though. Like I swear he was like another. <laughs> I can't remember though. I'm 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 just gonna throw one out there. Is he in Gone Girl? That was Ben Affleck. Yeah, I just though. <laughs> We're not confusing them, okay, Zach? <laughs> All right, I'm out. I don't know. Like what? I, was he in any animated movies? No. Mm-mm. God, he's difficult. Zach, like he's really trying not to be in, <laughs> in any animated movie. It'd be great if he was like in an interview and he's like, "I hate animation. It's the worst." So, this what? What were the other big movies that we missed? Yeah. You guys, Twelve Years a Slave, and Three Hundred. Oh, oh Three Hundred. That's the one. That was- that was like his debut movie. Yeah. Okay. Shoot. Who did he even play in 300? I don't even remember. He played one of the Spartans. Um, who gets that point? Because technically, well, who was the round two? Like, I don't even remember. I think it would be you because you got the one right before Hunter couldn't yeah. get it. Yeah, oh. you're the last. I always forget when we get down to two. It's harder when we're not in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> so now we do movie actor, movie actor. Certainly. Yeah. Okay. Listen. I really want to screw it up good because I saw Meryl Streep in it and I don't want to do her. Well, I guess actor, movie actor is not as hard though. Or it's not as... Alright. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Which I feel like we've done before, or maybe we've just said Jumanji like subsequently a lot because there's like three prominent names in that movie. Yeah, that's All a right. good start with though. Uh, doing the Rock Johnson, we'll just go with Jumanji. Uh, <laughs> if they could be really mean, start with like the Tooth Fairy or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was hoping you wouldn't do. Uh, game over. Uh, <laughs> game plan. Yeah. Uh, Karen Gillian is in Jumanji. That's her name, right? Okay, yeah. Karen Gillian. Whose turn is it now? Does just does Justin have a secret goal to get to a specific Marvel movie? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. No, you guys, made, you guys made it too easy already. I should have said that. It's over. Wait, whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Hunter's turn. Hunter. My turn. Get it out of MCU territory. I'd say Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is in... 
Say it. Say Zero Dark Thirty. Do it. The only thing I can think of is the Lego movie, but I know you won't know anything in the Lego <laughs> movie. <laughs> Dang it. Even though there is a lot of voices. I should know who's in the Lego movie. There's like oh. a action person who's really prominent in the Lego movie. <laughs> his name his name Liam Neeson oh I was gonna say there's a person whose name rhymes with dill barrel oh I would have known that too oh my god dill barrel dill barrel uh, but yeah we're going with Liam, ne Liam Neeson Hunter Liam Neeson David Gray <laughs> I don't know how mean I can be to Justin. I mean, if you say the gray, then it's just Liam Neeson and some wolves. <laughs> <laughs> this specific wolf, I swear, he was also running in the background of uh, The Day After Tomorrow. I swear. Chronicles of Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. Which one? Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Okay. Um, and The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe also stars James McAvoy. Mm. I was going to say Taken and see if you knew anyone from Taken. Yeah, but I would have been like, I'm done. See ya. Because I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I don't don't remember if I've seen Taken. Oh, wait, no. James McAvoy is in X-Men First Class. Uh, is that? Uh, I can't think. Oh, is <laughs> what is this? Really? I know who it is. <laughs> I'm not giving you this. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Is he in it? Yes. Which he one? Is, he is in that one. He can't hear it. Forgot. Um, Hugh Jackman is also in. Prisoners. <laughs> Prisoners also stars. Uh, wait, I want to get the right one. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh God! I don't know why I thought Tobey Maguire for a second. I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is in. I'll Bring it back to Marvel. Jake Gyllenhaal is in Spider-Man Far From Home. Zendaya is in that. Is she in anything else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you back with you, Jack? <laughs> uh, Zendaya is in... She's in the huge the only movie I... I know, the only movie I can think of is... Uh, um... The Greatest Showman, but I was trying to think of a different one she was in. The other Spider-Man movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you saying Greatest Showman? Yeah, sorry, that was my answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, Greatest Showman also has Zac Efron. Zac Efron is in... Dirty Grandpa. Robert De Niro's in Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> Robert De Niro isn't in anything. 
Um, <laughs> Just Dirty Grandpa is one. His cinematic debut. Let's do with Robert De Niro. Um, dude, what's that new one? Wasn't he in like so, like War with Grandpa or something? <laughs> like the unofficial sequel That's to a- Dirty Grandpa. Were you listening to the Macaroys when they were like stuck on that? For a whole <laughs> an entire episode. Riff on Two episodes. <laughs> um, Raging Bull. Okay. Um, well, uh, Joe Pesci is in Raging Bull. Joe Pesci is in Home Alone. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Macaulay Culkin, that one. That's his screen credit, by the way. Macaulay Culkin, that one. That one. <laughs> that one. Macaulay Culkin <laughs> and Uncle Buck. Uh, John Candy oh, yeah. and Uncle Buck. John Candy is in Spaceballs. Fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of tough, actually. There's, I can only think of one name in that movie, actually. Besides, like, well, yeah, you could try. I could think of a couple, but... Not, like, other movies that they were in, though. Chloe said Mel Brooks. Chloe said Mel Brooks. Yeah. Okay. See, like, that's the only one where, like, well, it's real easy. You could just go to another one of his movies. I mean, unless you... Uh, or no, 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 no. Get creative. What's it? <laughs> Shoot, is he? He was in a very Sorry. recent animated movie... A sequel. Yeah, little... What was that? What? He's in the Little Rascals. Is he? Is he in that? Yeah. Remember when they they like they sit right up on when they're top... dressed as the guy? They yeah, and they go to the bank. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Brick- oh, that's yours, dude. Is that yours? Okay. Donald J. Trump is in <laughs> Little Rascals. <laughs> Donald J. Trump is in Home Alone 2. Isn't it Austin? amazing that we have two Donald Trump movies that we can name? <laughs> Everyone always teases him for Home Alone 2. I'm like, dude, that guy is in Little Rascals and he's playing himself and it's so funny. That's funny. But now he's back to Chloe with Home Alone. Another Home Alone. Hey, now that he's not president anymore, I really hope he shows up in movies again. He needs to get his action <laughs> What'd you say? Catherine O'Hara. Oh, okay. Um, shoot. I think I know who that is. Is that Beetlejuice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Beetlejuice has Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton has Batman. We're, we're being so easy tonight. We're being so nice. Oh. Jack asking... Nicholson is in Batman. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were ending with Batman. <laughs> like, no, Batman, Batman has Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to step up the challenge. Ooh. But uh, Jack Nicholson is in that no one else is famous in. Yeah, good luck. One flew over the. Okay, um, one flew <laughs> over the cuckoo's nest. Also stars Danny DeVito. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's in the movie. He's with Christopher Lloyd. Danny DeVito's in the movie. He's one of the. I mean, he's of course. I got, I got both Home Alone, so I'll do uh, Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this all keeps coming like full circle. Though we're like naming all the franchises. Michelle Pfeiffer. 
is also in that. Yeah, okay. Michelle Pfeiffer is also in... I know you're trying to think of not Ant-Man and the Wasp, but... <laughs> I don't know any of that would be a challenge. Uh, 2002's Catwoman. Cow? <laughs> I'll do Scar- What was that? Scarface is my... Pick. She's in Scarface. Okay. I oh. think. Wait, I, I might remember. be out. I mean, you might be right. I mean, I don't remember. I haven't Shoot. seen Scarface in years. I'm gonna look it up. One second. You're probably Who's right. In Scar- I mean, it sounds like something she'd be in. She was the love interest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, I haven't seen in yeah. years. She plays Elvira Hancock. Her name is Elvira. <laughs> Can I, yeah. like, go off of that and just say, like, a movie that Elvira is in? Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Scarface, Al Pacino. I, I don't know. Al Pacino is in Jack and Jill. Right. <laughs> Dunkachino. <laughs> Jack and Jill also stars Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler is in Uncut Gems. Uncut. I'm not gonna say him. I won't be mean. Um, Uncut Gems has Adina Menzel. I'm trying to say her name correctly, not the way Tra- Travolta said it. I was gonna say Kevin Garnett just to be a jerk, <laughs> just so there's nowhere to go. She's in Frozen. Right. Who else is in Frozen? I mean, who played her sister? Who did play her sister? I mean, she's married to Dax Shepard. <laughs> what? I mean, she's married to Dax Shepard. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that is. She's only the host of Disney Plus's one and only show in Encore. Kristen Bell? <laughs> it was complicated. <laughs> 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 At least pretend that you thought of it. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> Is Kristen Bell? Yeah. Um, Kristen Bell and Bell. Uh, shoot, what's the forgetting Sarah Marshall? Yeah, and. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall also stars Russell Brand. I forgot how long. Russell Brand is in Get Him to the Greek, which is also kind of connected. Yeah, the unofficial sequel. Jonah Hill in that? Yeah. Hey! Wow. Jonah Hill, War Dogs. And War Dogs (laughs) stars Bradley Cooper. Is it? Really? Yeah, I forgot he's in it. Uh, Bradley Cooper is in Silver Lines Playbook. Hey, oh, real, Jennifer Lawrence. Hey, real quick, wasn't it Miles Teller who's in War Dogs? Yeah. yeah. Okay, see, I, I wasn't confident about that. I was trying to remember if it's him or Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's... Oh. You said J-Law? Mm-hmm. J-Law's in Red Sparrow? 
I'm trying to do hard movies to speed no, it mean, all. It's, it's good to start getting hard, but I'm trying to remember like what's in that? That was a that was a late night movie watch between you and me. <laughs> a lot of Russians. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot I watched that with you. I don't remember who's in that. Um I'm pretty sure there's a prominent uh main guy in the movie, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I know. You don't even remember. You got me stuck yeah. with this movie, and you don't need to walk away from it. I do. If you don't think of him, I'll have someone look him up, because I'm pretty sure I know the guy who's in it. Yeah. It's Michael Caine in that movie. <laughs> Michael Caine? No, he's not. I've never seen it, so I can't confirm Here, I'll look it up. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm certainly out. Red Sparrow stars... Um, don't say the guy. Wait, so hold on. Before you say his name, what happens now with? Does Zach have to name how about, from how it? About, how about? Well, well, I think that used to be the rule, but that kind of knocks everyone out. So I yeah. thought we could just like name. I could name one of the actors, and you go from there. Okay. Well, because Joel Edgerton is in it, right? Okay. Well, go off of that then. Yeah. Okay. So Joel Edgerton, if you know who that is, Zach, do you know, he's a, uh, shoot, I can't say anything else what he's in. <laughs> Let me help you I'll by not helping. Um, he is, uh, he's Uncle, um, shit, from Uncle Star shit. Wars. Oh, oh, um. <laughs> He's, what's his name? Or something? Uncle, Uncle Ben. He's not Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Owen. He's, Owen. Uncle Owen. Yeah, he plays Uncle Owen. <laughs> Uncle Ben in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> He's Uncle Ben. <laughs> He's got to be in like a war movie. With great Jedi mind tricks. It's a great response movie. Why aren't they making an Uncle Owen movie? I mean, Joel Edgerton's right there. <laughs> Moisture farming, the docu series. <laughs> Film it like The Office. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything they else. Keep, I'm every day a Jawa comes by trying to sell me a protocol droid. I tell them every time we don't need no protocol droids. <laughs> Can you think of anyone? Joel Egerton? Nope. Well, okay, so wait, Zach, you're out then. Yeah. Okay, so then I'll throw Joel... You can throw a Joel Edgerton movie at Chloe then, Hunter. Okay. Oh, dear God. I know a couple that you've seen, Chloe, but I don't know who else is in them. Do you know who I'm talking about? Do you, do you know, can you see the actor's face? I can, and I can see him in other movies, and I'm just mad at myself. I guess, I don't know. The one movie I know, like, Chloe, Chloe you told me to watch a movie with him in it. Oh, boy. Um, hey, but I just... In it. That's big. I don't know if You should be mean and just throw her boy erased. And I'll just... I don't know. You know what? Don't do that. Um, or the gift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the gift has a guy in it that's... I've never seen it. 
That is a great movie that is not really you, talked about anymore, but that was a great movie. Do you know the movie Warrior? Chloe? Mm-mm. The boxing beard. Is that one got Venom in it? Yeah. Yeah. The the, the thing. The the prequel. I think Hunter wins this. Yeah, Hunter wins. <laughs> yeah, there, Hunter, you win. Is there another person from Red Sparrow we could do that's not Joel Egerton? Jeremy Irons. We could do Jeremy Irons. Wait, then I'm back in, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works. Nope, nope, it works that way. You say a movie. She, we could do a new one. It's over. Okay? Hunter wins. It's done. Okay. Hunter's gone. Wait, last one uh, on Earth, right? Yeah, should I do the rules yeah, or whatever? I say the rules. Um, I'm going to pick a different The last movie on Earth, which we haven't done in a hot minute. Um, the little game we do where we... Try to guess the last movie that we've each watched. Um, we'll take turns reading the um, plot synopsis off of Letterboxd or Netflix or IMDb, and then we'll each take turns guessing what the movie is, and whoever guesses it right gets a point, and if no one guesses it, then we'll get a point for having watched a movie that no one knows about. So, And then we keep all of our points episode to episode all year long to see who wins right and this uh this includes the points from the games we just did and it doesn't include the points from the last episode but i have to listen back and add them before we do our finale which i'm gonna guess we're gonna get another episode in before the end of the year but right now we got chloe and zach in the tie for third place of 13 points and um justin's got 17 and hunter's got 18 these are kind of sad totals this time, um, <laughs> but I mean we're only counting this year, and it, this year's been such a mess. So, um, yeah, sure. everybody pull up their movies. Nobody checked the letterbox uh, up, you know, updates because then that's cheating. And then I'll lie. I'll make up a movie. How about we do a game called <laughs> I I make up a movie and you try to guess the title because there's there'd be no way you'd ever guess it. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, who's ready? Sorry. Uh, I could go first. Yeah. Having suffered a tragedy, Ben becomes a caregiver to earn money. His first client, Trevor, is a hilarious 18-year-old with muscular dystrophy. I know it. That's like half of like... The... Wait, I wasn't listening. Can you read it again? Having suffered a tragedy, Ben becomes a caregiver to earn money. His first client, Trevor, is a hilarious 18-year-old with muscular dystrophy. I love this movie, and I don't remember the title. Paul Rudd. I'll, I'll read the next one. paralyzed emotionally, one paralyzed physically, Ben and Trevor hit the road on a trip into the western states. It's got Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the name of the movie. 2016... Directed by Rob Burnett. The non... <laughs> the caring adventures of not caring. I don't know. It was something like that. where it was. It's, I know I had the term caring in it, but I don't remember what even the rest of it was. It was something about not caring. 
trying to care while not caring. No. I, I know that's a weird Dr. Seuss title, but I thought it was something like that. Yeah. Is it close, Is that close? What? Is that is what he right, said? You know, the right movie. It's It's got caring in the title. If you guys, since you guys know the movie, if you guys like do rock, paper, scissors, I could give it to one of y'all or something. No. You have to guess the title. That is the game. You have to guess True. the True. title. It's four words. Is carrying the last word? Yes. <laughs> is the the first word? Yes. <laughs> is not the second word? There's no. Not is not a word. <laughs> See, mine is five words, so, you know, the care of not caring doesn't work. Is it the art of caring? No. Okay. You're kind of close, though. You're So far, you're the closest, we'll say. I don't even know what it is. The art of self-defense. <laughs> That's five words. Not with a hyphen. <laughs> In five seconds, I'm giving it to Chloe, unless y'all get it. Boo, you need to say the title. You need to say the title. We're just making new rules every day. Wait. We're just changing the whole... We might as well rename the podcast. Hey, welcome to... We'll do Hangman. You take turns. So, like, the second word is, like, the other keyword in it. The science so, of not caring. No. That's five words. The drama of not caring. Wait, no, it's not, not, it's not not caring. It's caring. <laughs> the drama of caring. The science of caring. No. The, the Jim Carrey of, of caring. Of, I said that. The act of caring. There's a specific scene in the office when Michael is giving a presentation and Toby corrects him and Michael kicks him out. <laughs> <sighs> the fundamentals of business. No. You did not. I said it. I lost already, so. <laughs> you guys can fight it out for whoever gets that. I, don't... <laughs> I already said dibs. It's mine. <laughs> who's who said? Yeah, I think Chloe got it because she got most of it, right? She was louder. That's, I said no, it. She said the art of caring, and that does sound like the title. So did he? Did the did the office hint help? Uh, you saying that, and then Justin saying what he said helped. <laughs> You're welcome. I do like it. <laughs> I liked it. It was charming. It wasn't like my favorite Paul Rudd movie or anything. It was. It was good. See, I like when Paul Rudd does things like that. Kind of like, uh, it felt like a bigger version of what he was doing in Perks of Being a Wallflower, where he's just kind of, I mean, obviously that movie was a little more silly, but I like that he wasn't so much of a comedic clown in it. Even though I like him like that, he, he was just a little more dramatic in it. Yeah. Um, a retelling. Oh wait, what was that? Sorry, I said it seemed like it would have been a good role for Jim Carrey. That's true. If yep. he was like still a, if he was still a 
thing at the time. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, a retelling of the classic Dickens tale of Ebenezer Scrooge, Miser Extraordinaire. Christmas. Huh? Carol. Muppets Christmas Carol. Well, how do you know it's the Muppets one? Because what other one is there? <laughs> Jim Carrey? <laughs> I know. That'd be kind of interesting. What if I actually just watched A Christmas Carol? Would you have to guess the year? Because there's probably a hundred movies titled A Christmas Carol. Yes, it was the Muppets one, okay? you can. You, congratulations. I also saw you watched it on Letterboxd earlier today. <laughs> you cheated. You did exactly what I said not to do. Yeah, earlier today? You know what? Bullcrap. You know what? Bullcrap. You have to guess my other movie. See, we're all making rules now. <laughs> okay, but my rule is you have to guess the movie I'm thinking of. I don't have to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> say it. Say the movie. Uh, I'm kidding. How about this? Um, you know what? It's Muppet Christmas Carol. Fine. What year did it come out? <laughs> Fucking 80 something. No, not 80 something. 90 something? 90 something. 94. 91. This was in the. No, it's 92 actually. But you were close. Mm-hmm. It's, this is in. I, I like to call this time period AJ after Jim Henson because he was dead. But this was the first movie they made after Jim Henson died. Also, that movie's great. Holds up, of course. I was I was just going off of the fact that uh, Michael Caine is still old enough to be old, but also can pass as kind of young. Yeah, no, I I kind of thought that too. I was like, how old is he really? Because this movie came out in '92, and he looks pretty old in it. And I was like, you know, he's an older dude now, but I was like, he how old is he actually? Because he was. I always think his younger years was Jaws: The Revenge. But Jaws of Revenge only came out in 1987, and that's only, like, five years between that and uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. So that really kind of threw me for a loop. I was like, wait, how old is the dude? Because did he age, like, a ton in the last five years? Or, like you said, is he just good at playing old? Makeup and hair and stuff. And that, too. Anyway, on to the next movie. Yeah. Um, I kind of had to reword mine because you would get it immediately. Uh, a band of fighters unite for a mission to steal vital information. Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I looked at your letter. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, that movie celebrated its uh, four-year anniversary today. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Did you watch Ooh. it today? No, I I watched it before we watched Lord of the Rings, but I didn't want to do Lord of the Rings because we talked about it. Right. I just haven't seen it since, I don't know, the year it came out. 2016. Is it good still? Yeah, it's great. Good at home, alone, not on the big screen? I mean, it'd be better on the big screen. I think it has the best space battles in... Any, yeah. Any Star Wars. No, at least. But, yeah. It was real well. It's good to revisit once in a while. <laughs> Not my favorite, but. Alright, my turn? Yep. <clears throat> okay. 
A young couple gets stuck on a dead-end road one night. Seeking help, they stumble upon a strange mansion. Through the night, they meet wild characters and lose Rocky their Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Justin got it first. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Have you seen that movie before? Yeah. I just watched it this year. Yeah, I watched it with Zach for the first time, and that was fun. It was weird. It was weird. It didn't make sense. I forgot how long it was. And, like, I really only remembered the first half, like, maybe 20 minutes past the time warp, and then I forgot everything else. Yeah. No, I still, I love that movie. It's good. That was a movie that, like, seen in theaters uh, with a live audience and everyone throwing crap at, like, I was kind of annoyed because I, I get that's like the whole experience, but I was like, this movie's actually good though. Like I actually like it. Like now if we're talking about musicals, I love Muppet Christmas Carol also. And I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. They might be two of my favorite musicals because of the number of good songs that are in them that I enjoy. Rocky mm-hmm. Horror Picture Show. I like every single song in that movie. Yeah, the songs are great. I didn't really get the hype. Go see it in a live audience. That would be amazing. I feel like there's two types of fans. There's the ones who love it, and there's the ones that... Go see it at the live audience um, screening, then you'll love it. Because they're like... What do they do during that? Yeah, they, they just yell a bunch of different things. Um, actually, I think the live version of The Room is a little better. Because some of the jokes that people make are a little funnier and you got to come with like plastic spoons and you throw the spoons every time the portrait of the spoons shows up on screen. But Rocky Horror Picture Show, they mostly just yell um, words after everybody and dance to the time warp. But I don't know. I love the movie. Like I, that movie is like one of my favorite musicals. I listened to that soundtrack like on my phone I'll listen to it in the car. Yeah, it's a fun one. <laughs> uh, well, I think that wraps it up. This was just kind of a free-for-all. This will be the last episode before Christmas, so Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy Holidays. Mm-hmm. It's sad we can't be together, but alas. Yeah. We're almost together. Close-ish. Well, we are in you know proximity to each other i'm closer with you guys i've been with my family in months sad our screens are (laughs) (laughs) good scene everyone and uh this was the show and remember uh, how's it go again wait is it thanks for (laughs) listening thanks for listening and remember always beware (laughs) and see i have to stop talking otherwise my voice just is the only thing heard and then <laughs> it drowns yours out so it just sounds like I'm like thanks for watching this cinema swamp <laughs> and you're watching Disney Channel <laughs> alright see yeah, you guys yeah. bye see ya thanks for listening to this episode and thanks for everyone for uh, sticking around this entire 2020 season it's been a bit difficult to do the podcast the way things have been but we're keeping up as much as we can and uh in the future when we can meet up once again we're hoping to bring you even better content than ever before but 
Otherwise, have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, have a Happy New Year, and hopefully we will do one more episode for 2020, which will focus on some of our favorite movies of the past year, or at least the ones that were actually released. Thanks for listening, everyone, and like our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinema Swamp. And remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.